1: Being single-minded towards the Lord. That's our topic today here on Times of Refreshing. I think it's safe to say as Christians, we all long for that clarity of purpose and direction in our lives that singleness of purpose a desire to be pure before the Lord and serve him completely without reserve well today on times of refreshing pastor napoleon kaufman returns us to second corinthians chapter 10 verses 1 through 6 it's there that we find our modern-day version of exposing the high places as they used to do in the Old Testament, exposing those false idols and false worship centers. How do we do that today? Well, that's our topic. Join us. Here's Pastor Napoleon Kaufman.
2: So he's telling us, this is your fight. Yes, it is a mental thing, and the, and the battle's going to rage in your mind primarily but saints realize now through the scripture you see, okay, this is, this is who I'm fighting against. This is, the enemy is trying to, I'm not warring according to the flesh and I'm not wrestling with the flesh. The, the, the enemy is trying to use people or, 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 or even just, he's trying to whisper in my ear. He's trying to convince me to do things that are contrary to God. But we look here and he's telling us that there are wiles. This word in the Greek means systematic forms of attack. Meaning systematically, the enemy is going to try to break you down so that you give in to his lustful pleasures and desires. You give in to his will. It's the wiles of the devil. And the culture is going to try to pressure you. There's nothing wrong with that. Man, y'all tripping. You don't need to do that. and and There's nothing wrong with this. And and the enemy is going to try to convince you that, that you're wrong for doing what's right. Wiles. Meaning also... That he knows what you like and what you don't like. He's going to tempt you. He's going to test you. And we need to talk about this more in the church. We need to talk about how you you get saved and how you continue to walk with Jesus. Because people get tempted and they don't realize, wait a minute, the devil devil knows that. The devil knows that. Oh, and he's going to send him. He sent the devil, tried to send him. You know I got rid of Junebug. Bug. You know, oh my goodness. And how are you going to call me now? Some people got a hustle in them. So you at the business meeting and here comes a, 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 you know, God's trying to deliver you from that. And then here's, hey, I got a business opportunity. What you think? We can make some money on the side, you know. And you don't worry about it. There's no, no, you don't have to worry about anything. This is a perfect opportunity. The enemy knows what you like or what you got delivered from. He knows how to test you, how to tempt you. He's been watching you from the moment you came out your mama's womb. He knows, he knows what, what, he knows what grandpa did. He knows what great grandpa did. He knows what daddy did, and if he can release that curse over your life too. Can I have an amen, y'all? Amen. Is this real life stuff, y'all? Amen. This is what we need to deal with. If he knows he's the same curse that was on them, he's gonna try to get it on your life. So you have to fight it. Look at your neighbor and say, You gotta fight. <laughs> Come on, look at your other neighbor, tell him, You gotta fight. Because the same demon that tried to get them is the same demon that's going to try to get you and the same demon that's going to try to get your kids. But somebody got to break the curse and say, devil, you're not going no farther. Don't get me started up in here. You're not going no farther. It's over. Somebody got to break the curse. These wiles of attack, we're going to break them. And what happens is somebody has to stop this. And so Apostle Paul is teaching us. He's saying here. He says, put on the whole armor of God, verse 11, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. And this goes back to the high places. He says, but against principalities, against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against the spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. He says, therefore, because of this, take up the whole armor of God. Somebody say whole armor of God. He says that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, he says to stand, he says, stand therefore, So this issue here, and I preached about this uh, a year ago or so. The issue is, who's going to give up ground? Because the issue is standing. There has to be something in us to say, I'm not moving. You know, the scripture says this, resist the devil and he will flee from you. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not moving off my purpose. I'm not moving off my destiny. I'm not moving off God's calling off my life. I'm not moving off what God has ordained for my life. I'm not moving from the business that God gave me. I'm not moving. I'm standing. And the issue is the standing. Am I willing to stand therefore? To stand up against the pressure that the culture is putting on, on you. To stand up against the, 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 the thoughts that the enemy is trying to shoot in your mind concerning doing things. To stand up against the old flings that are trying to come back into your life. To stand up against the old friends that are trying to get you to go back to the club and back to doing foul stuff. To stand up against family members that say they, they don't like you because you're you walking with Jesus now. To stand, I'm going to stand. I, you may not like me, but I'm going to stand. I'm just going to stand right here. And I'm going to stand with Jesus. There has to be something in us that is willing to stand, and this is what he 's saying and he says it's a wrestling match. Understand that this and when you wrestle and I've taught this for years in this church, twelve years when you wrestle, wrestling is the most intimate form of of combat. it is the most intimate form of combat, but the issue is when you're wrestling you're fighting for position who has the position who's on top who's got the control and when it comes to the enemy we have to let him know that you're not going to pin me i just felt that right there i just i felt that right there you're not pinning me back to that again you're not pinning me back to drugs you're not pinning me again. You're not pinning me to drugs. You're not pinning me to, 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 you know, you're not pinning me. Me, through the power of Christ and through the grace of God in my life, I'm, I have the advantage now. Because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Can I have an amen? And so he says here in verse... 13 he says therefore take up the whole armor of god that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand he says stand therefore having your gird your your having girded your waist he says with truth saints if we're going to win when it comes to the high places of our mind when it comes to changing the culture being able to stand the truth of god's word has to have supremacy in our lives it must be first his thoughts must be first how he views things must be first. We have to go back to the Scripture and find out what the truth of God's Word, it says. And this is important. This is how we're truly going to reproduce and see God do great things in our life, is we embrace the truth. And, and all of us have to say, you know, and I know for, for myself, when I first came to Christ, and, and even now, my thing is, Lord, I don't know everything, but I know you know everything. Yeah. And 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 I want to pick up your Bible and I want you to teach me what you know so that I can be a productive, you know, person in society and that you can use my life for your glory and I can be changed on a day-to-day basis. Truth is important. Mm -hmm. We can't deal with high places and high thinking and mindsets if we don't allow the truth of God's word to, to wash us. Don't believe the lies of the devil. Don't believe the lies of the culture. Don't let someone convince you that what what is right is wrong and what is wrong is right. Get to what God has said in his word. He said the truth. He says, not only truth, he says in verse, verse 14, he says, Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of what? Righteousness. This is part of God's armor. His truth is armor, His righteousness. Righteousness, it it should cover our vital organs, it's the breastplate. If you look at a roman soldier this is how they they dressed and apostle Paul is telling them you got to have righteousness in your life it's going to protect you Amen. righteousness is not bad Amen. the righteousness that comes through faith in jesus christ is what god wants to establish in our lives he who practices righteousness is righteous even as he is righteous and so for us Is something that we have to embrace and enjoy. Man, God is bringing forth righteousness in my life. Not self-righteousness. But the righteousness that comes from God through faith in Jesus Christ. God is forging this in my life. I don't want to do the same things I used to do. I want to get involved. I'm starting to lose my heart for those things. I'm starting to lose my emotions and feelings for those things. I don't want to do those things. Because I want righteousness to be perfected in my life. And this protects us and it helps to keep us from all the activity that's going around us, going on around us, that ultimately wants to establish a high place, a stronghold in our minds. He says, not only righteousness, look at verse 15. He says, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. One of the things that I teach here, verse 16, is preparation. The preparation of the gospel of peace. But preparation is a weapon that God wants to use. It's a form of of armor in your life. Prepared people walk with confidence. Prepared people have success in life. The preparation of the gospel of peace. Now, the, the ultimately is we want to know the gospel, the gospel of peace. But preparation is part of the is part of the armor the preparation of it. Most people aren't prepared for battle because they don't take time to prepare. How are we going to win if we don't take time to prepare? God, I want to sit down every day and I want to spend some time in your word because this is going to help me to prepare. It's going to help me to prepare to deal with people on my job. It's going to to help me to prepare to deal with my family members. It's going to help me to prepare so that I have a message that is able to touch people on my job and my family members, that that I'm prepared to speak to people the way that they should be spoken to because I've gotten your word. I'm prepared to fight. I'm prepared to to deal with this warfare that I'm dealing with in my life. I'm prepared. I've got into the Bible and I've given, I've made an investment of time. And as a result of this, I'm going to have great success when the enemy comes along. The devil don't know, know what to do with you guys and to do with me. When he starts talking and you start quoting scriptures, you want to talk to me? Well, let me tell you some things that Jesus said in his word. When Jesus was tempted in the wilderness, he took those scriptures out of the book of Deuteronomy. And the Bible says when he got with the done with the devil, that the devil left him. Left him for a season. I, I got to get out of here. And this is the same thing with us. we got to start learning how to get prepared. So we, when, we, when we get involved in testy situations and temptation, and everybody's going to be tempted, that we know how to fight back with God's Word because we've been prepared. We know how to take the Scripture and meditate on it and say, you know what, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Greater is He that is in me than he that is in the world that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus that I have been bought with a price therefore I'm glorifying God in my spirit and in my body which belong to him that if any man be in Christ he is a new creation old things have passed away and behold all things have become new he said all things have become new he said I'm an ambassador and then you learn just to get this in your spirit so when the devil starts telling you things that you're not You're able to say, no, 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 that's a lie. And I could care less about how I feel. I know what I know. (laughs) Can I have an amen in here today, y'all? I know what I know. I may not always feel right, but I know that I am right. I may not always know everything, and I don't know everything, but I know this. That if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Yes. And old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. I'm new in Jesus. Yes. We got to learn to start telling ourselves these things. He says here, not only that, he says in verse 16, above all, taking the shield of what? He says, with which. You will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. That your faith is a shield. If the enemy can get you to stop believing God. Stop releasing your faith. He's got you. If he can shoot enough at you and I. To where we start to get weakened. We start giving in the stuff. And then we start creating high places. Imagery. You know what's amazing? I was thinking about this how God told Moses to come up into the mountain and he was going to give him the 10 commandments and when he went up there he was there for a long time. And during that period of time when the children of Israel had to wait for him to come back down they started imagery started getting the best of them. The Bible says that they made a golden calf. And they made the golden calf. Why did they make the golden calf? Because when Moses was away and time had gone by, they, they started leaning on their own understanding. And so they, start, and so they went down and, and they just created what they felt they wanted to worship. And it's the same thing with us. Time is the great equalizer for all of us. Because when it comes to walking with God, sometimes God's not going to show up when you want him to. But he is never late. Can I have an amen? amen? And it's during that time that we have to wait that our mind starts rolling. And then we start putting our hands to stuff. And we start making stuff. And we start building stuff and, and we, well, God understands this is what we need and, and we'll make something. I said, no, I did I told you to wait. If you would have just waited, I would have gave you the right job. But you got impatient and now you done created something because you went and got the wrong job. Let me just drop the mic. <laughs> How many know what I'm talking about in here? We have to learn to be patient and allow God to work it out. And during that process, we're, we, 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 we learn that it's not about my own understanding. It's about being obedient to God. And if I can just stay in faith and use my shield of faith even when I don't understand, God will see me through to the other side and there won't be a mess that he has to clean up can I have an amen but we learn to use our shield of faith saints use your faith talk about God's faithfulness get in and begin to recite what God has said and don't allow the enemy he's going to shoot the darts but your faith is what's going to quench all the fiery darts of the enemy He says in verse 17, he says, and take the helmet of salvation. The helmet protects your mind. When you know that you're saved, when you know that God has saved you from from your flesh, from the world, and from the devil, and you have a clear understanding of that, when we have this in our minds, it settles us. That God didn't bring me out to cause me to die in the wilderness. He brought me out that he might bring me into my purpose in life. We can't lose sight of that in our mind. God, the helmet of salvation and understanding the depths of our salvation helps to keep us clear and helps to protect us. He says, "In the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Verse 17. The word of God is a sword. And I talked about this already, how we fight back with the scriptures. He says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Prayer is also used to protect us. Supplication. All prayer. God uses it. And it's not only as we pray for ourselves, but for others. And Apostle Paul says, and for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly, he says, as I ought to speak. He says that I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. You know, at this time, we need people to speak boldly as they ought to speak. The culture is changing, things are happening. We got all kinds of, of warfare going on around us just from a, a cultural standpoint that we as a church have to prepare ourselves for. And I said this last week, and I pray that we never forget this. Saints, right now in the Middle East, our brothers and sisters in Christ, these people are these men and women of God are being killed because they're professing the name of Jesus. They're fighting, they're living out the reality of this battle. Apostle Paul, he's writing this from prison. Because he's standing for Christ. But he's willing to do it. He maintained his integrity, his loyalty, his faithfulness. His relationship with Christ in the midst of all this pressure. And some of the times, you know, and, and we have to realize we're going to experience this type of pressure in our lives sometimes because of your relationship with Christ. Realize you're dealing with high places in people's minds that need to be dealt with. And it's through the gospel that we help people to come out of that type, kind of thinking. But we got to make sure our minds are pure. And that we're free from this from a mental standpoint. That we tear down the altars in our own minds. And, and for these individuals, and for, well, for Apostle Paul, we see that he was willingness in the midst of it all he's giving us this blueprint for success in the midst of it all he might have been chained but he was free he was free some people we see them they're 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 free but they're chained just talk to them you can see that person is bound up what they talking about they're not free apostle paul said i'm he's saying it and you see I'm I'm an ambassador in chains, but I'm still the representative of Christ. He was free. And whether people realize it or not, he was winning the battle and he ultimately won the battle. And for all of us here, we have to get this in our mind. When you, when every day you're going to have temptation and stuff, learn how to fight. Don't let the enemy create a stronghold in your mind to create a high place in your mind. Tear it down. Smash every every idol. Destroy it. And let's line up with God's word and let us let him teach us how to fight and be successful. I don't want to see people come to this altar and just get saved. And then walk out the door still bound in areas of their life. I want people to get saved. Get filled with the Holy Spirit. Get empowered. Get, get, break every generational curse. See God begin to use them and then grow and mature and blossom and become everything that God wants them to become. You guys know this. I'm not, I'm not impressed with big crowds. I, I didn't play. I didn't see it all. Played in two rows. 100,000 people in the stands. Okay, praise the Lord. What I want to see is people becoming more and more like Jesus. Every day they're becoming more and more like Jesus and their mind is getting pure and you talk to them and you start to hear them and they're not talking the old stuff. You they hear, man, God changed their life. This is what he wants to do for all of us. But saints, you and I, we got to stand up and fight.